Hey friend, welcome to Triumph Holistic Living Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Lewis, certified wellness practitioner, helping Christian women like you to improve your health and to once and for all ditch the chronic fatigue, fog, and illness like depression, anxiety, autoimmunity, and stubborn fat, and to gain thriving energy and good mood, confidence, and Glorify God by taking care of the body he's given you with natural methods based on principles that will never change because they're founded in scripture and science. Let's dive in. Hey friend, I hope you're having a great day feeling joyful and blessed and and chosen and loved. Uh, If you're not this is your reminder that you are and and um and God's with you. I hope I hope that you're feeling his presence really strong in your life and if not this is your reminder that his presence is there. You can always draw from it. All right. Today I'm so excited to share this mindset shift with you because it was just a total game changer for me. And it's been a really big game changer for many people. So I can't wait to share it with you because it is just, it's so simple, but it's so powerful and and just so effective. Like it really, really works and it really helps. So when I first started my whole entire kind of lifestyle diet change, right? Because if you've, if you know my story at all, uh, you'd know I was raised eating the standard American diet. Um, and that's really all I ever ate was all like just processed, um, artificial, lots of man-made foods, sugary treats and, and food was definitely, something that I, um, that I like worshiped, not even really realizing it, that I was addicted to. And, and I shouldn't say food because a lot of it's like not actually food. It's like food, like substances. That's better. I, I was very addicted to food, like substances for as long as I could remember. Like I, I can't remember a point in my life, um, where I wasn't. I remember feeling that way at two, three years old. So when when I was trying to make this shift and change toward um, a healthier, more whole food diet and really starting to get rid of some of those things, it was not an easy task. It was not the simple like, all right, I'm going to do this. And then boom, it just that was it. And I don't think it's ever like that for anybody. So when I decided, hey, these are the things I made a goal that I'm going to cut these things out completely, like 100% for, for a certain amount of time, because I don't ever recommend, I don't think it's healthy or good either to, I don't know, or even realistic, honestly, to expect yourself to never touch any of these like food-like substances again or um, 
you know, certain things I actually have cut out of my life completely just because I don't even, a lot of things I just, there's no desire there anymore. Um, but other things, you know, it's, it's obviously having those, uh, intentionally and occasionally, but I think that it's really important from time to time to do some kind of like, like a detox, right? Like cutting these things out for a certain amount of time, setting a goal for 30 days or for whatever it is that you're deciding to not be eating these things. Or you might decide after you've done that, if it's around like holiday season or, you know, you're going to be going places and you know there's going to be things there because, hey, we can we can sit here and say, all right, as long as I'm not eating it at home, it's fine. That's, I'm not making it. I'm not, I'm not having it in my daily life. If we're out somewhere, if we go to somebody's house, well then, you know, I'll, I'll indulge there or I'll have those things there. And maybe that's what you do. But for me, I found that that really opened my eyes to how often we were actually eating out at places like how often, especially during holiday season, which spans from like, I guess it really kind of starts around like Halloween (laughs) and spans like through Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and all of a sudden, like just because of holidays, that's like a third of the year, you know, a fourth of the year or whatever. And then it turns into birthday parties and weddings and small group gatherings and like it never really stops. I mean, it's pretty constant. So you have to make up your mind before you go and decide what your intentions are while you're there, right? So anyway, I had decided for whatever length of time that it was that I was um, cutting these things out completely. I was doing a very, for, for a while I had done, and I still do once in a while, um, a very, it's a very restrictive and like a intentional for gut healing, gut cleanse kind of, kind of diet. It's, it's temporary. It's with a purpose. I'm not all about restrictive dieting whatsoever. Um, but this, this like phase of, I don't know, about six weeks or so was very strict. And I remember myself going to these events and social gatherings and having like a pity party, like being absolutely miserable because I'm sitting there and I can't have anything that anybody's having. And everybody else gets to sit around and enjoy all these foods that I love so much and I can't have any, not even like a little bit. Or maybe even other times when I was allowing myself just a little bit, but then I would want to have more and like couldn't. And so I'd feel really frustrated by that. And it would consume me. Like the way that this consumed my mind was not healthy at all. And it would make me feel so negative and so frustrated. And I don't know, just like, I don't know how to explain it, but like a pity party, like, woe is me. (laughs) I can't have these things. And then I would like be annoyed at myself for feeling that way 
and that I'm not like thankful enough for the things that I do have. And, you know, I'm not sitting over here starving and not having food around that I'm able to eat like easily accessible or I don't know. It just, it, it made the whole entire experience and, and living just very negative. And so when that happens, you tend to start associating healthy living with this like negative, miserable, pity party experience. So like, of course it doesn't last very long or, you know, you think you, you just end up quitting it because who wants to live like that? Like no one, you don't, no, you don't want to live that way. But then you also don't want to live in the ramifications of your poor choices in like bad health because that's going to cause a whole separate kind of pity party, right? Like it's, it felt like a no win. And, and I just, I knew this was something that I had to, to master or I had to change or something, something had to change within me, within my heart, within my mind. And this mindset shift was the biggest game changer. And I share it with everybody because like I said, it's so simple, but it was really, really powerful for me. So instead of being put in the bondage and the chains and, you know, the obsessing over it and not able to stop thinking about it, I realized this, this idea that I can have that. I can eat that. I can eat those cookies. I can eat that brownie. I could eat those Doritos. Or I don't know. Doritos aren't really my thing. I'm like totally a sweets person. I'm trying to think of like some of those foods that are, you know, people love. Um, a- any of those things. I can eat that. If I want that, I can eat it. And telling myself that. And then also following with, do I want that? I, I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I can have it. I can eat it. I don't want it. That's not going to serve me. That's not going to make me feel energized. That's not going to bring health and restoration and vibrant energy into my life. It's not, it's going to, it's going to make my stomach feel like a hot mess it's going to make me feel tired and foggy later. It's going to make me feel frustrated with myself because it's so hard to stop those foods. They're because they're man-made and they're artificial and the way that they're created, they're they're super powered with like flavor and all of these ingredients that make your taste buds go like haywire. And it really causes your brain to just desire more and more and more and more and more of it. So you never actually feel like you've had enough. Like there's never a point in which you're like, mm, I'm satisfied with that now. I feel like it. you just want to keep eating it, but you're like, yeah, I've had enough. I need to cut myself off. Like that you think about it. That's not how you feel when you're eating like, you know, real, even just the most delicious and amazing like Vet, cooked vegetables or 
or some type of chicken entree that you're eating or a soup that like you love that is so soothing to you that is a really, really healthy food that tastes delicious. Your brain doesn't get tricked by it. Like you don't have this insatiable, I don't know, like appetite for it even after you're already full. Like if you're full and you're desiring something, it's not going to be for like an apple. It's going to be for a brownie or some ice cream or some like stuff that is uh, just, it's, it's, it's like this chemical or it's either got tons of sugar or it's got, you know, lots of different chemicals added to it to, to make the taste of it. This like hyper palatable explosion that makes your brain like, you know, go crazy for it. So I would always feel frustrated by that. Like, why can't I just have, you know, a little bit of it and then be fine and enjoy it and walk away and not think about it anymore. And I don't know. I I think there's probably plenty of people out there who are like that, but maybe just because the way that my biology or the way that I'm wired, I don't know, because addiction runs like crazy through my whole entire family, like on both sides. So I don't know if that's what makes it more intense for me or harder or whatever. But if you're that, if that's you, you know what I'm talking about. Like, why is everybody else able to just walk away and not think about this? And I'm sitting here like obsessing over it. Nobody knows, but I know. And it's driving me nuts, right? So I would either be feeling like that, even if I let myself have a little bit and I'd be just frustrated of why, why can't I, (laughs) you know, all of the, all of that. And so when I started realizing and making myself go through these questions or, or telling myself this, this mindset, like kind of like a mantra, I guess, of I can have this. I don't want it. I don't want that. Like, yeah, I want to enjoy what it tastes like. Yeah, I want to do, but do, do I actually want to be eating that junk? Do I actually want to put that crap in my body? Do I want what's going to happen when I eat it? Because I think all we think about is how much we're going to enjoy it, how much joy it brings, how much it tastes so good, how much we just don't want to live our lives without this or this with this restriction on it or whatever. And and we do, we see it as a restriction instead of seeing it as something that you're choosing, you're not forced to do it. It's a choice that you're making to bring life, to bring health, to bring vitality and restoration and and ultimately that deep type of joy, we don't realize how much discipline yields joy. Like we we tend to see discipline as something that's again restrictive. It's holding you back, it's stopping you from doing the stuff that you really want to do, but you're just doing kind of what you have to do, right? Instead of recognizing that discipline leads to life and discipline ultimately yields joy. And maybe in the moment, it's a hard choice to make. But if we can flip our mind frame around it and the way we're thinking about it in the midst of it, it's not going to be such like a negative thing. Um, A verse that, I mean, scripture speaks into this in 1 Corinthians 10.23 saying all things are permissible for me, but not all things are beneficial. 
So there's some other versions of, you know, all things are lawful, but not all things edify. And I just, I know this is a little bit, it's, it's very much out of context. Um, this is speaking a lot more so about the law that is laid out and written out for us in the Old Testament and how back then before, you know, before Jesus came to fulfill the law for us and to cover our sin, that this was the law was the way of atoning for our sin, right? It was like doing all these things and it was this, these rules and, and, um, not, and, and not that the law, it's, it's a tricky thing now because there's some things that we don't really follow of it anymore. There's other things that we find really important to still follow. But the whole point is that like the law isn't what saves you and it's not what does that work in you. It's, it's what, you know, Christ came and did for us and the way that now we live out our lives in that, in what he has done, and we're not bound to it. And that when we are choosing to follow God's law and God's commands, because he's the same God of the Old Testament that he is in the New Testament and now and since creation and forever, right? Like nothing's ever changed. It's not like his law was arbitrary in the Old Testament to us now or ever. But the idea that you know, we're not bound to it and we're not forced to follow it. It's, it's exercising our choice and our freedom to live in that. And we reap so much reward from it. Like you can see, so I know when I was younger, same kind of thing when I, because I did not, um, I started following God and really became a Christian when I was uh, like 19 years old. And all up until that, I was exposed to Christianity. I was, uh, my mom always believed and she would bring me to church and I went to, you know, a Christian summer camp and all those kinds of things. But same type of thing. I saw it all as being so restrictive like, well, I want to go out and drink with my friends and I want to go out and party and pursue my fleshly, you know, passions and, um, what feels good to me here on this earth. Right. And man, that brought so much destruction in my life. So much. And I was choosing it and I was, and it was just like a, a fool, like, you know, a a dog that returns to its vomit or whatever. Right. Like that was totally just what I kept choosing. And it wasn't until I really started to exercise the discipline that, well, first of all, until God really even gave me the ability to do so. Right. But or the desire to do so, changing my whole entire heart, because that was not where my heart was at. But it wasn't until I really started to exercise that discipline in my life and stop doing those behaviors and really give it a chance 
to where I could see, I started to realize like, oh my gosh, no, this lifestyle is not restrictive and like ruining my life from doing the things that I want and enjoy. This brings a whole new type of enjoyment that I've never even known or experienced. And it's like, it gives me so much life and joy and peace and confidence and wisdom, you know, just all of those things that I used to see as so restrictive is really, this is really what it's bringing. And guys, it is the same way with what you're eating. If you see it as restrictive and negative and like, you know, woe is me, how come they get to go out and enjoy their cake and brownies and whatever else? Well, guess what? They also get to enjoy being extremely exhausted, waking up feeling like they have a hangover all day when they didn't drink anything at all, being stuck in their body that's overweight and weighing them down, having their joint pain, having their headaches, having their, you know, common cold three times a month throughout the whole entire winter, have all these things that eating that stuff does lead to, it causes these issues. And when you see that and you're like, no, I'm not going to live for this anymore. I'm going to, I can do that. If I, if I want to eat that thing, I can eat it, but I don't want to because I want to feel good and I want to be healthy and I want to feel strong. When you, you start to feel so much more positive about being healthy and you feel, you feel good about it. You feel good about what you're doing. And then when you can continue in that, it doesn't take very long, but long enough to where you start to really feel the difference. And man, especially depending on where you're coming from to what you're changing to, you can feel differences in like a matter of, I don't know, a couple days. But if you really stick to it and you take on this mindset shift and you you apply it and you do what you know is the right thing to do, that's really going to help you and serve you and serve your body, man, it is just so worth it. And you will really reap the rewards of it. And it'll just reinforce, you know, what you've been telling yourself all along. This is what I want because this is way better than what I was living in. So I hope that you you know, I hope this was helpful for you, this this little mindset shift tip. Uh, it was really totally a game changer for me in my, in my health journey. And if you do find this helpful, uh, share it with somebody, share it with a friend, you know, on your, on your Instagram or um, just with, with somebody who, you know, might find it helpful who's maybe trying to make changes or wants to be healthier or is really struggling because I think this is a big thing that holds people back. I really do. It's this mindset of, of negativity around discipline and, and being restrictive on things that we know we should be. Um, so I, I hope that this, uh, episode has served you and that you have a great day. And until next time, dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well.